everyone. I'm Brittany. And I'm Tiffany. And we're the Terror Girls. And this is episode eight. Probably. Probably. It's probably episode eight. Do we think? <laughs> <laughs> we are here with the original Terror Girl, Sue. Yay! Yay. Hi, Sue. Hello, everyone. Sue, tell us about yourself. Man, jumping right in. (laughs) (laughs) Brittany is down to business today. (laughs) All righty. Well, if you are a long-term care girl, you already know all about me. But if you're new, my name's Sue Joyner. I have lived in Cleveland for the last seven years I went to Lee University, like most people in Cleveland. <laughs> I studied exercise science, and um, I don't know what else to say about myself. Yeah. I'm married. I have two dogs. Uh-huh. Fits and blue jeans, fur babies. Sweet. Um, yeah. And I like to be here and hang out with you guys. <laughs> <laughs> and her claim to fame is... Terror Girls. Sue was one of the originals. We'll get into that later. But um, thanks for joining us, Sue. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I'm honored, honestly. <laughs> I'm, I'm so excited. I'm so excited. It's like the, you know, Terror Girls, like... Triangle. Yeah. <laughs> Terror Girls Unite. Yeah. <laughs> okay, we're going to jump into our warm-up questions. So okay. just tell us whatever, just first thing that comes to your to your head when I ask you. Um, what is your favorite food? My favorite food... Is sushi. Okay. Mm. Okay. What kind of sushi? Sushi, the fun rolls. <laughs> <laughs> the elaborate rolls, you know, the ones that might have cooked fish in uh-huh. it, but they have the crunchy stuff on top mm. and the sauce and all that. If you had given me 10 guesses to guess your favorite food, I never would have guessed sushi. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> Basically, Brittany's saying she doesn't know you. So. I thought I did. And so when I don't, when I find something out I don't know, I'm a little offended. Yeah. No, it's okay. And it might have changed. I've said for a long time pizza was my favorite. Okay. So um, yeah. I love it so much. It's It was the food at my wedding. I love that. Yeah. Um, Different and toppings? Y- yes. I like the pizza with the works. <laughs> <laughs> me too. Me yeah. too. Give me all of it. All of it. The vegetables. Uh, honestly, this is controversial, but I could take her or leave, or take or leave the meat. But I want all the veggies. Yep. But then on like an untraditional night, I want barbecue pizza. Mm, Ooh, barbecue is my favorite. Yeah. Um, Okay, if you had to choose one, book, movie, or nap. I'm gonna say book, but I want I want a good setting. I want to be outside in the nice fall air or in a nice spring day. Not in the heat of the summer. Yeah. Or the bitter true. cold. But um, a fire would be nice. Mm-hmm. Some colorful trees would be ideal. So book, but you have some mm-hmm. specifications. Yeah, I have a, a really short attention span. So it needs to be a good book, and I need to be, like, in a place I can chill out. Because if I'm not chill, I can't focus on reading. Mm-hmm. It's yeah, really hard Makes sense. Me. Okay. Best TV show ever made. What is it? <clears throat> The Office. Okay, Hands down, nothing like it. It makes me laugh. I I continue to 
rewatch it. Like, it's on just, like, repeat. Like, yep. I go through all the seasons, and then by the time I finish, I forgot the first, and then I start over. Yep. And so yep. it's, I mean, right now, it's what I'm watching in the evening. I mean, it's, I do love a good comfort show. It's yes. just like your show that you've watched a million times, and you come back to it. The Office is a great choice. Yeah. It's great. What's your, who's your favorite character? Dwight, for sure. Mm-hmm. He's so ridiculous and spontaneous. Mm-hmm. And... Dumb. I love it. <laughs> but Brittany and I used to joke about being Dwight and Michael because of the little clip where Michael's like, Dwight, get your keys. And he's like, on it. Where are we going? He's like, it doesn't matter or something like that. <laughs> and Brittany was like, send it to me one day. And she's like, me and you or whatever because Brittany could say anything. And I'd be like, on it, on my way. <laughs> when I when we used to spend every waking moment together. Yep. So, but then we decided we were more of like a Anne and Leslie from Parks and Rec. Definitely. Mm, yep. Me yep. being Anne, Brittany mm-hmm. definitely yep. being Leslie. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> my favorite Anne and Leslie that reminds me of me and you, Sue, is um, when Anne tells Leslie she's moving, and but she brings waffles to that conversation, yeah. and Leslie just like gets all sad and then is happy she has waffles. <laughs> and then I'm like, that would be Sue. She'd know just what to bring me. It would be those cookies from Pennsylvania. <laughs> Yeah, any hard news bring Eaton Park cookies (laughs) to Brittany. Very true. (laughs) Brittany's parents did just bring you those cookies a couple weeks ago when we put on the half. They they brought me a dozen. They're just really big sugar cookies. And they said, don't eat them all. They're for you and your staff. (laughs) (laughs) They limited you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Okay, if you had to choose mountains or beach. So today I'm going to say mountains. Two weeks ago, I might have said beach. But I got to go on a recent trip to Hawaii, which is mountains and beach. But I found myself enjoying the mountains there more than the beach. Yeah. Which is crazy. What do you like to do in the mountains? Walk, hike, run, sit, swim if there's water in Mm -hmm. the mountain. But that's the cool part. It's, Mm -hmm. you know, like mountains, depending on where you're at, they hold different things. Mm -hmm. And so, you know... It's like a beach is a beach. You just sit. Hopefully you brought snacks and a book. Otherwise, you're just going to sit and stare and maybe swim around for a bit. Yeah, do you, do you swim when you go to the beach? I like to stay where I can touch. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's fair. That's well, in, in, I know, but in Hawaii, there's like, what is it, like coral reef or uh-huh. whatever. And so, like, I'm there's like creatures that are in that. And then that, like, can hurt you. It can cut yeah. you. Yeah. And then, like, the water is, to me, it appeared really unpredictable. Because one day I could, like, swim around, maybe snorkel a little, which freaked me out. Or the next day it's, like, these crashing waves and the undercurrent was, like, definitely there. And you're, like, I don't want I don't want to go out because, I don't know. I don't know about you guys, but when I'm in Florida or somewhere like that and you're, like, there's got to be some land around here somewhere <laughs> I bump into, right? If you get swept or a, or, or a boat. <laughs> But, like, in Hawaii, you feel so out there. Yeah. Like, you feel like you're in the middle of nowhere, that you're, like, the next piece of land I'm going to bump into is the North Pole. (laughs) (laughs) And then I'll be dead because it's freezing. (laughs) I was thinking Japan. Yeah, me too. My my geography could be off. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, if you could have a superpower, what would you choose? I would choose... Teleporting. Okay. Ooh, that's a good one. Yeah, because you can just get anywhere instantly. And the older I've gotten, and 
when once I discovered flying, mm-hmm. I didn't fly on an airplane until I was 19 years old. And I realized how quickly you can get places and you don't have to go on a 20-hour car ride. Uh-huh. <laughs> then I was like, how cool would it be if something was faster? Right. Teleporting. I just envisioned all of the um, Guthrie's in a van for 20 hours. <laughs> Sue is one of... We didn't do that much. Sue is one of 10 siblings. and I am. Uh, I envisioned you all in a van for 20 hours. Did you ever do that? No. Okay. We used to do these crazy trips. My, my grandmother lived in southern Illinois. That's where my parents are from. And I grew up in West Tennessee. And they would... Why my parents would do this, I'm not sure. If you're listening, please answer this for me. We would hop in the car on a Saturday at, like, 6 a.m., drive four hours to southern Illinois, spend the day in my grandmother's tiny, tiny um, trailer, all 10 of us, 12, (laughs) counting my parents, and then eat dinner and get in the car and drive back home. Aw, maybe because there was nowhere to stay. (laughs) There wasn't anywhere to stay, but I'm like, well, I guess... You know, it's a lot of hotel rooms. <laughs> Maybe I answered it for your own question. <laughs> yeah. But I'm just like, it just seems like a headache, you know? Yeah, yeah. Sounds like a headache. Oh, my word. Okay, so if you could teleport, can you bring people with you? I would hope, but I feel like there's consequences. Mm. To, there seems to be consequences to any exception to a superpower. That's such an Enneagram 6 thing to say. <laughs> like, I, I have pretending this. here, and you're like, well, I don't know. There's probably something that's going to go wrong. <laughs> I'm really, really, really trying to convince myself I'm an Enneagram 7 with a wing 6, but it's it's not true. That's I'm what a, I am, though. Really? So we're, we're like little... Oh, I love <laughs> that. Two-thirds yeah. of the Terra Girls Triangle. I don't know. You're de- I, I'm a six-wing seven. You're not I supposed know, to tell people what they are, but... I want to be a seven-wing six. Mm-hmm. Actually, I maybe, probably want to be a seven-wing eight. But. Maybe you can grow in your sevenness. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so. All right. Last question for the warm-up. What book are you currently reading? I'm reading The Power of Proximity by Michelle something or another. Mm-hmm. I'll have to look it up. I'm pretty sure it's Michelle. It's a really good book. Um, it has a blue cover if you go looking for it. <laughs> but it is a book about um, where you, basically about placing yourself in close proximity to different kinds of people um, in hopes to like either help influence them, be influenced by them, change your perspective, like just to not be so um, like, closed-minded, basically, mm-hmm. and to learn from other people. And sometimes that means you have to change, like, your proximity to them mm-hmm. um, to know them better, the importance of, like, building trusting relationships, et cetera. So it's pretty good. I feel like I explained that better in our take one, but <laughs> you go get the book, you read the back, and hear it, see what it's all about. She says take one because we um, – already recorded this whole thing. <laughs> uh, we Something happened to the audio, and we are restart. up for it again, and we had to restart. So yeah. Yeah. Um, now we're on take two. Yeah. But it's still good. And yeah. And this is still real. This is still, like, real life right now. We're not, we don't have script. No. no. We're, just, we're making it up as is, we go. This is, these are the real answers. This is real Terror Girls. All of them. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> speaking of which, that's a great transition. It is. I will now transition to the real questions. Um, 
you were one of the original Terra Girls. Mm-hmm. Sue and I started Terra Girls um, years ago. I don't know. 2020. <laughs> <laughs> 17 years ago. I don't, I don't know if I did this with you, Sue, but with Tiffany, I always forget when she started like I'm like oh yeah do you know Sue or I'm like were you here last Christmas like she has I just like zero sense of time guys like zero <laughs> like I will have like planned an event like a major event and she's like were you were you here for that <laughs> I'm like yes yes I was <laughs> I introduced Tiffany to everyone like she's new and they're like I have met her 15 times yeah like, I don't know I don't know <laughs> Uh, yes, I remember you doing that. But it was with people from Blue Ridge. You'd be like, did you uh, work with this? <laughs> no, I never went to Blue Ridge with you. <laughs> I had a store in Blue Ridge before Cleveland. And they did overlap for a while. Mm-hmm. So some people knew the Blue Ridge people. But I guess not Sue. I don't know. No, okay. no Blue Ridge people. Um, so tell us what you remember about the OG Terra Girl era. Yeah. So, with the original Terra Girl era, I don't remember just a specific, like, we are going to create something, and it's going to be called Terra Girls. <laughs> <laughs> it was more of um, my first memory was me sitting in the floor restocking nutrition. A Brittany, scene. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> Everyone knows their nutrition wall. <laughs> Setting the scene. And Brittany walks in. For some reason in my memory, she has a newspaper, but I don't think she does. She probably does. <laughs> she gets the Daily Banner in there. So I feel like she has her phone, but I want to say she has a newspaper. <laughs> I didn't read this in the newspaper. <laughs> I know, but I'm just going to say you had a newspaper. Okay. And she's like, the government's shutting us down. <laughs> and I don't know for how long. And I just remember, like... I remember us being confused on how, like, serious to take it. Just, like, we knew it was serious because we had heard of other places shutting down around the country. But when I say we didn't know how serious to take it, we didn't know, like, how long it would be and, Mm -hmm. like, if we should be devastated in this moment. Mm -hmm. So we were just kind of like, what does this mean for right now? What does this mean for, you know, tomorrow? And I, I think that was my last shift I worked. Yeah. And leading up to that, so before we were told to shut down the running store, restaurants had already been asked to close. And so for the previous week before that, uh, for a couple weeks before that, we had I had worked in the coffee shop from morning until night after laying <laughs> off the entire coffee shop staff. And then for a while, we moved the coffee bar into the running store. And so then the one person, this, this is my solution, the one person working in the running store would not only fit people for shoes, but but make all the coffee. <laughs> yeah, so it'd be like, hey, let me, they'd be like, can I get a Saucony ride, 10 or whatever it was back then. Yeah. <laughs> and sure, let me go get it for you. You try these on, I'll go make your latte. <laughs> <laughs> or we'd be like busy in the running store, and then like people would come in and want like, oh, yeah. can I have a Grizzly? And you're like, uh. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't like a great solution, but... Uh, it was, I don't know, we didn't know what to do. It was, yeah. it, it was very, like, we're giggling now, but it was there was definitely a lot of uncertainty, and we didn't know how long we'd be closed or what that looked like or, yeah, the best thing to do as far as the staff goes. Yeah. But um, then we closed. But then we closed. The running store closed, and everything was closed. And everything was closed. And at the time, I was living out in the boonies, uh-huh. out in Benton, Tennessee. Shout out to Benton. It's a good year. No one from Benson's listening. Um, <laughs> it might be. And um, you were up in your apartment, like Rapunzel. <laughs> 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 um, but 
But Brittany, like, in the whole 24 hours, she shut everything down, created this, like, online business where she started selling shoes on the streets, basically. You just DM'd Facebook and, and met her on the curb <laughs> with your shoe. It's, like, not even an exaggeration, honestly. No, it's not. Yeah, because now, now if you go to terrorrunning.com, you can just, like, Go find the shoe you want and see mm-hmm. what colors are available and choose if you want it shipped to your house or pick mm-hmm. it up in the store. It's like a normal website. Right. But that was before that, right? Yeah. yeah. So I had been talking with Fitted, which is the company that puts our inventory online, that week um, that I knew the shutdown was probably coming. Um, and so was every other running store in the whole country. So by the time we shut down, I think our website wasn't up yet. And then even when it was up, because it it did go up during that time, it was like, you buy it online, and then what? Like, I I ship it to you? Or, like, I come down and, like, meet you at the door? You know, it was like, it was still, there was still someone that needed to do something. So, it was just me, like, in my... My PJs. Yeah. <laughs> just like, it's like she what got a ghost. Yeah. <laughs> I got lots of sizes. <laughs> Honestly. It's like Brittany's sitting on the couch and gets a ping on her phone and runs on her <laughs> stairwell, runs to the running store and brings you shoes. Yeah. Yeah. It was a one man show there for a bit. It was. I know I was for sure at home for about three weeks. And that's longer than I remember. I mean, I believe you, but that's that's a long time to not have anyone around. No wonder I was. Which is w- we were why all we were crazy. <laughs> right. Well, it might have been three weeks I wasn't working in the store, but I do think that is when Tara Girls was birthed. Yeah. Was in those three. <laughs> and then the birth happened. <laughs> because, well, because you were home alone. I was basically home alone because my husband's job kept going. Mm-hmm. So all I had to do was sit at home and do puzzles with my dog. Uh-huh. And so Brittany and I texted one another frequently. And I guess we just decided to start Facebook living our conversations. <laughs> and really, at the beginning, that's what it was. We, like, set up our phone on a stack of books in my guest room, mm-hmm. locked the dog out, and um, we're just like, hey, everyone. Yeah. <laughs> Anyone else sat, too? <laughs> it was emotional. We had, like, our coffee mugs. Yeah. We, like, sat there in our comfy yeah. clothes, coining comfy clothes. And- um. What, a funny thing I remember, me and Tiffany have just gone through the process with Keisha, shout out to our producer, um, of coming up with a tagline. And uh, we have a tagline now for Terra Girls at the end. And we had a tagline, too, the original Terra Girls. Oh, my God. But it was God. very much of the COVID era. <laughs> oh, I have to. What was it? Okay. I have to know. Do you remember? I think. It was. We were like, we're the Terra Girls. Um, go for a run. As long as you want to. <laughs> no! Yes! No, was that it? Yes, it was like, make sure you run as long as you want to. <laughs> because we didn't want to, like, pressure well, I anyone. Remember, I remember, I'm Brittany and I'm Sue. And then we would say something like, yeah, I guess maybe it was that. Yeah, and we're the terror girls. Go for a run. As, as long as you want to. <laughs> was that really it? Yes, a thousand percent. Oh, look, oh 2020 God. was a wild year. Honestly. That's what people needed to know. We it's were okay like, if you're if you, sad in your PJs. Honestly, if you don't want to run, it's okay. We don't either. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, do you remember running during that time? No. I don't know if I ran. That's surprising for me. And yeah. I must have done something. <laughs> I remember we did run with our phone one time, you and me, yeah. and we didn't end up posting that one because we just giggled the whole time. I remember, too, like, 
the phone was shaking up. <laughs> like we we had no equipment. No, <laughs> no. You like know what's hilarious though is like that's literally what we Brady and I have done the same thing running around with the phone, and we literally just laugh. We the just whole giggle. Time. Yeah, it's yeah. so ridiculous. Did you did you use like a tribe? So uh, Tiffany has a. Uh, selfie stick with a mind of its it own. It does. We, It'll, like, lock onto your face and then not let your face go. <laughs> but sometimes it lets your face go and it shows the sky. <laughs> Brittany, Brittany's especially bad at using it. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. It's pretty funny, though. So yeah. So I, I love that you guys did that and never posted it. No. Yeah. We wanted to, but then we had to edit and we, we didn't, didn't know, know how. how. <laughs> so that's the other thing is Terror Girls, original Terror Girls, was very much Facebook Live. And that's yeah, it. Bare bones. So, yeah, it was my phone, which was like most of the time it was almost dead. But we were <laughs> able to interact with people live. And yes, that was something yeah. that was really important at the time. Um, because people would jump on and chat with us, yeah. ask us questions, answer questions, and we would interact with them right there on Facebook. So that was really cool. Um, and definitely made you, made you feel less alone. You yeah. Know? We had yeah. a lot of people that that was, like, the only people they talked to all day, you know? Yeah. I wonder if we started it out of our own selfish desires. Oh, definitely. <laughs> Absolutely. <Course> companionship. <laughs> Do you think anyone else is out there lonely? Let's find out. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. 2020. Yeah. Yeah. It was wild. It was. Mm -hmm. It was wild. Yeah. I need to go back and watch some of those old ones. Yeah. I'm just thinking, like, how Brittany and I did not have the skill set to make Terror Girls what it is today. (laughs) And how, like, Tiffany's joining the Terror Girls team has... Mm -hmm has helped it evolve. Definitely. It's amazing. When we first talked about bringing it back, I was like, Tiffany, have you watched Terror Girls? Do you know what I'm talking mm-hmm. about? And she had. And I said, I think we should bring it back. I, you know, if we're going to do it, I want to do it right. Like, there wasn't really an excuse to, like, just <laughs> sit in my it closet. It wasn't 2020 anymore. Yeah, it wasn't 2020 <laughs> anymore. We couldn't be in our PJs anymore. But she was, everything I suggested, she was like, I know how to do that. Well, you know I know how to do that, right? I'm like, what? (laughs) (laughs) So in college, I was a digital media major. But then I worked at Lee um, in residential life, like, for almost 10 years and didn't really need any of those skills. But you still have them. Well, I mean, you know, they could use some work, but... But I'm very excited to break them back out. That's amazing. <laughs> break them back out. I was like, we'll hire someone to edit it. We'll hire someone to to do the film. And she's like, uh, I can do that. That's too good. So Terror Girls 2.0 is, yeah, really techie. Well, I is love it, it. Yeah. I just feel yes. like. Yes. <laughs> well, Listen, I, I, go back and watch those Facebook Lives and you will think it was it's techie now. Mm-hmm. I just remember me and Brittany, like, kind of brainstorming. And we'd be like, what could Terror Girls be? Uh-huh. Oh, wouldn't that be fun if we did a podcast? And then we were both like. Nah, we don't know how. (laughs) (laughs) Nah, don't dream so big. (laughs) Yeah, Facebook Live it is. Um, Neither one of us felt we could learn those skills. No. So, Tiffany, thank you for helping Terror Girls evolve. It's amazing. I'm very honored to be the third member of the Terror Girls. I love it. It's the closest thing to a sorority I've ever been a part of. (laughs) Up with hand signs. <laughs> <laughs> we did. We did make mugs. I yeah, did tell did Brittany when we started. I was like, I want a mug mm-hmm. because you know how the people on like the talk show, like the the morning talk shows, like Kelly and Ryan or mm-hmm. whoever, Regis whoever. And, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Kelly and Ryan's off. <laughs> That's the no, 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 Kelly, Kelly, uh, Kelly Ripa and, and Ryan Seacrest. Are they a thing now? <laughs> no, they're a TV show, not a couple. <laughs> 
Who watches cable? <laughs> it's literally not cable. Anyways, I've never even watched that show. But I just know that the, you know, they just have mugs. Yep. They've got their, their like, logo, on, logo on the mug. And it's like, wow, I'm in, here in my morning talk show with my mug. with mm-hmm. my mug. And I was like, I want that. Yep. So yeah, we I did like it. That. We have mugs. Yeah, but it was funny because I also, like, didn't think Brittany was going to go make mugs. And she comes in a week <laughs> later and she's like, here are the mugs. <laughs> Don't get me an idea. I'll do it. No, that's true. <laughs> so Ryan filled in for Regis. I don't, I don't know. know. <laughs> I mean, I'm pretty sure Regis, I mean, Regis has passed away. <laughs> right. So he replaced him. <laughs> you can cut this. <laughs> you can cut this, right? <laughs> See, Sue's learning that you can cut this, and I'm not going to cut it. Yeah. It's part of it. Uh, Dang it. Well, yeah, Terra Girls has definitely evolved, but I'm thankful for where we started and yeah. how humble roots. Humble roots, absolutely. Yeah. I love it because it also just, you know, they're reminiscing about all of this at Terra and um, formerly Bear Brew, now Cleveland Coffee Market, and just what that looked like. And I was on the other end of that as, like, a customer, not knowing either of them, just, like, sitting at my desk. At, well, I wasn't even at my desk at work is at my desk at my house <laughs> mm-hmm. um, just like on my email it. and it's like oh the Terra email and like you open it and you're just like oh they're delivering door to door now and uh, <laughs> oh I've got some new shirts like I'll buy you know I'll buy a shirt and like biking downtown to the store Brittany like mm-hmm. un- opens the door like hands you the bag <laughs> <laughs> all masked up yeah probably. exactly <laughs> so I yeah I love the um yeah, full circle and and just kind of the heart behind it was always to just bring the connection with the community yeah. um, in a time when there was no connection. And I feel like that's very the heart of Terra, which is why we're still doing it. Mm-hmm. We, yeah, just want to be a connection point. And yeah. We also just have a lot of fun together. Yeah. You can tell. You can tell Sue's a Terra girl, <laughs> a Terra girl because of how much we're all laughing. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. It's like... In the job description. Yeah. Like, must giggle a lot. Yeah. <laughs> must know how to have fun. It must be able to make fun of yourself. Yeah. That was a big part of it, you know, making sure people didn't forget we were there. You know, mm-hmm. we didn't know how long the shutdown was going to last. And it's not like we had been here for decades. You know, we were a relatively new business. And we wanted to make sure that whenever that did end, that people still remembered who we were. Mm-hmm. Um, and even now it gives, I think, the podcast and the video um, give people a good connection point. When they come into the store, they already know us, right? They, like, have listened to us giggle and chit-chat and watched our videos so they don't feel so quite so intimidated. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, one of the things I love about the podcast is we are getting to know other people, too. Yeah. And that's, that's mm-hmm. what I really like because, I mean, you know, we're on what? What did we say, episode 8? Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Maybe on episode 8. Um, those are, like, you know, 8 people that are in the Cleveland community with – that are part of the running community and just just this community. And it's just really cool to kind of highlight them mm-hmm. and get to know them um, because they're a part of all of this. So mm-hmm. anyways, great job, guys. Way yeah. to, way to um, birth terror girls. <laughs> <laughs> Why did I do that? I'm so, so sorry. Weird. <laughs> so, you know, that's another prerequisite. <laughs> have to be weird and yeah, awkward. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Okay, well, let's... Let's kind of, I guess, get to know you a little bit better, Sue. Sure. Because um, I loved all of that. That was great. Um, but, you know, I I actually haven't even really gotten to hang out with you before. I know. I'm sorry. It's okay. It's not your I, fault. It is. It, it's, <laughs> but you're not alone because even the people who do know me are feeling that way, you know? Yeah. So I'm, I'm getting together. Yeah. I'm, yep. I'm working on it. Uh, I'm learning how to prioritize better. So 
Mm-hmm. It's great. Don't worry. I'm, That's great. I'm coming. <laughs> well, tell us, though, like, how, how has fitness been a part of your life? Obviously, you know, you worked at Terra. Um, you were exercise science in, in college, and, but you're still super active. But just kind of tell us a little bit about that journey of how fitness became kind of a part of your life. Yes. I'll, I will try to keep this somewhat limited. I'm a wordy person. But I was a very emotional child. This is what I've concluded with my journey in fitness. I, I've always, I'm still emotional if you know me. You've probably seen me cry. I was a very emotional and, like, energetic kid. And, you know, when you're young, like, middle school, younger, like, you just don't know how to handle all that. You don't have the skills to know what to do when you feel those really strong emotions. Um, so I would have these, like, really big... Um, fits <laughs> and it kind of I kind of started to get too old for my little emotional <laughs> breakdowns um so I don't know there was just well I do know I you know I'm a teenager like crying at the dining table dining room table with my whole family and um just kind of having that moment it's like I've got to get figure out how to get this under control and at the time, there was a lady at my church who um, took me and a couple other girls from my, like, youth group and invited us to go to Chicago with her because she was running the Chicago Marathon. Oh, that's awesome. And I didn't even know this lady ran. Like, she was, like, a mentor of mine for a long time. But, like, you know, I didn't take the time to ask if she ran. So I had no concept of how long a marathon was or why the heck she would do that to herself. But... Um, load up the car, we road tripped up to Chicago from West Tennessee. And I just remember being like, it was like this world was open to me I didn't know about. So we were like on the streets of Chicago, rooting her on. And I like see her run by and then I see like an, a really old lady run by. <laughs> then I see like a teenage girl and her dad run by. And I'm like, if all these people are running and they all look so different and are, like, various age ranges, I just remember that really sticking out to me and me being like, if that old lady can run, I can run. So I went home and I started running. And I was I always played sports, so, like, soccer was happening. and um, But I started running consistently because I was the goalkeeper for my soccer team. And if you're in a really good soccer program, you leave practice sweaty, like grass in your hair as a goalkeeper because they work with you. But my high school soccer program was on a slow decline. Mm-hmm. So the year before, I had had this amazing coach. And then this year, this was my, by my junior year of high school, I had a coach that never worked with me. So I was like leaving soccer practice, hardly ever breaking a sweat. And so I started going home after soccer practice and running because I felt like I didn't get to run. Um, and just started to love to run. It became like, I just started to notice the way it helped me feel like in my body and the way it would help me like manage emotions and like my little temper tantrums <laughs> were on the slow <laughs> decline. Um, and yeah, that's kind of my, um, start to running. And then I realized like, I've never just, like, been the fastest runner, but I realized, like, I could be an average to above average runner. So, um, and a lot of my friends at the time ran on the guys' cross-country team. And so when they learned I'd started running, they were like, you should run cross-country. And then we had a really small girls' cross-country team. And so 
I was like, okay, I'll give it a try. Well, I went out for track before that. So then I did track, and I didn't love that because the longest you can run is like a mile, and you have to be kind of fast. <laughs> so I was like, as long as I'm not last. And I usually was like middle of the pack, um, but it just hurt so bad, mm-hmm. you know? And I just remember like not liking that feeling of your like losing feeling in your legs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Um, and so then I went out for cross country my senior year. I quit soccer my senior year. I was one of those. <laughs> we all know them. Yeah. <laughs> and I ran cross country, and I was I was decent. Um, I got to go to state. Our team made it to state, nice. which was cool. Um, had a really really sad state experience. Oh, no. Nothing too dramatic, but just didn't do well at all. Uh-huh. I mean, I think I ended up like walking, and that was like the worst on our team. Yeah. Like now, <laughs> it's like honestly, it's depending on the race. Like it's kind of smart to walk the hills. Yeah, you know, yeah. if you're doing something long endurance. <laughs> but at this time, it was like if you told somebody you walked, you sucked. And so I walked, and I'm like. Ugh. And um, Adam, who is now my husband, but was my boyfriend at the time, we've been together since high school, he was also on the cross-country team, and he was amazing. If you guys know Adam, he's this great athlete. And he so he had, like, this amazing race of his life, got, like, 17th in the state, and I'm like, <laughs> I walked a hill. <laughs> um, so <laughs> that's what I think of when I think of fitness. Um, but you asked how it shaped my life, I think. And I would just say it helped me just get in tune with my body um, and, like, helped me start to learn how to manage emotions and, like, sparked that interest I had in, like, health and wellness and mm-hmm. what, you know, was the start of me choosing to study exercise science. That's awesome. Yeah. So what has kept you running in all the different phases of your life? What has kept you coming back to either running or just wellness, fitness? Yeah. Um, I would say, like, on a very shallow level, just staying, like, I like to feel strong. Mm -hmm. Like, I just like to feel like if I had to go hike tomorrow, like, I could do it. Or, like, if someone was chasing me, (laughs) I could run away and outlast them. Um, But, like, the more I learned in school and the more I've learned just growing up, realizing how beneficial it is just for the longevity of your life to stay moving um, keeps me going today. I'll be honest with you, I don't run like I used to. In college, I think I ran, like, six days a week and was – did a couple marathons, and I just don't do that anymore. Not that I won't do that one day, but it just doesn't really fit my lifestyle right now. Um, and I want I want fitness to rejuvenate me and help, like, I want it to help feel like my quality of life is being enhanced rather than, like, draining me. Mm-hmm. So if it's going to drain me, maybe I need to, like, maybe I need to take a nap, even though I hate naps. <laughs> But I'm, I'm just learning, like, even now there's so much to, like, learn what your body needs in different seasons. Mm-hmm. And so sometimes running right now just feels burdensome. Mm-hmm. Um, for example, not that you need this, today I was exhausted when I woke up. But I knew I wanted to move because I was feeling a little jittery in my body. But I knew it wasn't running because mm-hmm. it's just that pounding was just going to, like, drain me. And I need to be energized for tomorrow work. 
So, but another motivator for me in this present moment, which we can, I don't know if this will be one of your questions, but now I work um, at the Forge School out in Benton, Tennessee. And for those of you who don't know, that is a residential treatment center for boys, teenage <laughs> boys. And that is what really motivates me. <laughs> I have to be able to keep up with teenage boys. Mm-hmm. So I want to be like, you know, at least at a fitness where if I have to, you know, run mm-hmm. after one, which I have. And, well, my favorite's when they want to challenge me. Yeah. And they're like, hey, I'll race you to that tree. Or like, how many push-ups can you do? And and I can hang. That feels yes, good. Yes. So that's what's been motivating me right now to, like, keep up with the fitness, even though that might look different than what fitness looked like for me, like, yeah. a year or two ago. Mm-hmm. It's uh, one of the things that, um, I don't know, in these episodes we've, we've talked to people about, I think Brittany's shared it as advice, it's like, it's okay to fall out of love with running and then to come back to it. Yeah. And um, it sounds, I love your perspective, it's super healthy. Like, you just want to be moving, and it might be running, but it might be something else, and you'll come back to running, you're not even worried that you won't, but it doesn't have to be that, and that's really cool. Yeah. I think so. And I think that just takes, like, time, I think, to just learn, like, what your body needs. Mm-hmm. And, like, some some seasons I'm like, I need to run. Like, mm-hmm. I have so much energy or something, and, like, that's what I need. But it takes time to learn those signs that your body gives you. Mm-hmm. I don't know. What, I'm, I'm curious. Like, what's what have you – what's been, like, your go-to thing? Like, is it walking, biking, um, mm. going to the gym? I've been uh, – I, so the gym is a is a relative term for me mm-hmm. because it doesn't always mean I'm actually going to the gym. Mm-hmm. I guess I mean like oh, doing workouts with like resistance yep. training. That's been kind of my jam lately. Mm-hmm. But um, in the winter, I have a really hard time wanting to leave the house. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Don't we all? Oh my god, I know. So I do have some weights at home. So I've been doing. Um, I've actually got. This is so random. But I, I got Carrie Underwood's fitness app. I love this. Have you heard <laughs> this? from this question? Have you heard about the Carrie Underwood's no, fitness No, I had no routine? idea that Carrie Tell Underwood me. had an app. Okay. It's so random. But um, I won't talk long. But my husband loves McKay's. And we never go to that area of town. Uh-huh. Ever. Like, we just are McKay's homebodies. Bookstore. McKay's yeah. Bookstore. Yeah, mm-hmm. thank you. For our listeners, <laughs> that might not be. from the Cleveland <laughs> <Yeah>. area. <laughs> McKay's Bookstore. So we went there one Sunday, and that overwhelms me. Thrift stores, mm-hmm. lots of books. I don't know where to start. Mm-hmm. So I end up in, like, the self-help section. <laughs> so I'm always <laughs> trying to... You know, help myself, I guess. <laughs> and they have, like, like, these fitness books and stuff. And I just stumble upon Carrie Underwood's fitness book. And I'm just, like, kind of flipping through the pages. got, like, recipes, pictures, like, just talking about her life. And, you know, she lives in Nashville, Tennessee. No. Okay. <laughs> I don't know anything she's about good, Carrie She's Underwood. from Texas, but she's a good old country girl. Okay. I've just been really leaning into my country roots <laughs> <laughs> And, um... She has this philosophy for fitness, and, and her app's called Fit52. And her her philosophy for her fitness in her life is she wants to be fit 52 weeks out of the year, which is all the time. Yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> she wants, she's like, I realize that looks different week to week. So her idea is work out when you can for the days you can't. And so she's like, you know, if you and maybe this is, you know, you would you use this how you want. But it made sense to me. It resonated with me. It was like if you've got a seven 
you know, you got seven days out of your week. You know you got to work five of those. Why not work out the three days you're not at work, optimize on those days, and then give yourself some slack on the days you got to be somewhere. Mm-hmm. And for me right now, where I'm at in my life and my work days feel really draining, I was like, okay, so I can work out when I got time and give myself a break when I'm exhausted. That makes sense to me. Because she, she goes on tour. <laughs> she has children. And stuff like that. And so she's like, some days you just can't fit it in. And I was like, I get that. <laughs> you're speaking my language. You're speaking my language. <laughs> so I was like, I need something new for the winter. The winter is actually, honestly, when I run more because I like the cold. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I'm, I am a little bit, not a lot. I don't really want to train for anything. And so I'm like, I need something different. So I got this app, and the first, I think, 30 days are free. So that's a plus. Wow. Okay. <laughs> Do, is it like Carrie Underwood's music in the background? So they have a playlist, and it's like <laughs> Carrie style or whatever. <laughs> and then it's like the Fit Fam, like Fit 52 family. So that's where like people who are, have the app all made it. Mm-hmm. And you can just pick that and you play. And I'm not going to get too into it, but she talks to you throughout the workout. Like, not like, you got it. But it's like, (laughs) you know, pop squats. (laughs) Three or whatever. And so I can just totally zone out and I just, like, listen to what they say. And there's a video, too. And just do it. And I could do it in my guest room with a few weights. Uh Like, and I sweat. Like, I I actually feel like it's a good workout. So, um, yeah, I don't remember if that answered whatever question you asked. <laughs> I think I was just curious, <laughs> other than running, what have you been uh, Yeah, that's doing? what yeah, I'm doing right it. now. Yeah. Oh, that was my other thing, not to sell you on it. But it's only, it's $52 for the year. Wow. Which wow. is a dollar a week. A yeah. Week. And that just was, like, easy. Yeah. You hooked us, Carrie. Yeah, it's $4 a month. That's nothing. Right? Yeah. 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 That's nothing. So, you, like, I just felt like I could keep my gym membership and right. get that and mm-hmm. go to the gym. You know, rather than having to, like, give up my gym membership so right. I could join this online whatever. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, Carrie Underwood. Feels like an original Tara Girls episode, you know? Mm-hmm. We do a Facebook Live workout with yeah, Carrie. Yeah, with Carrie Underwood. <laughs> with Carrie Underwood. Oh, my God. Who knows? Maybe she'll guest star. Oh, my God. <laughs> maybe? That's when we first started. We read Alexi Pappas's book. Yeah. And I DM'd her. I well, saw that. No, I tagged her. She tagged her. And she liked it. And then she reposted. Yeah, she oh, reposted she it. it. Yes. Oh, yeah. I saw right. that. Oh, my God. Wow. We. I wanted her to be on Terra Girls. Maybe so. she will one day. There's still Maybe. time. If Terra Girls in the beginning can make it on Good Morning America. <laughs> Oh, my God, I forgot. Okay. Not really, but kind of. So during COVID, I forgot about that. If we can make that, Alexi Pappas, or yeah. say your name, can be on this. Honestly. So during COVID, Good Morning America's blog reached out to us because we were doing Terror Girls. Yeah, they, had, they were asking ways businesses had been innovative with yeah. the shutdown. And, of course, Brittany submitted something. However you saw it, I'm not sure. But you submitted some kind of form. Yeah. And and I'm sure there were hundreds of these. And we got selected and we were on this little Hundreds news. of thousands. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, Good Morning America. <laughs> yeah, we were on this little blog with, like, chefs and, like, other people. Yeah. And there was, like, the Dara Girls. Uh, yeah. And we were like, we're celebrities. 
Wow. <laughs> it was amazing. I'm going to need to put this in the show notes. Yeah. Go to the show notes. I'll have a link to it. You can go see the original. Terror Girls. Good yeah. Morning America post featuring Terror Girls. Yeah. I, I want to just give one more celebrity moment I had. Do okay. Um, I think I had, I was almost done with my time on Terror Girls or I had just been off the show. And I was picking, this is so random, I was picking up eggs <laughs> from a local farmer <laughs> in the parking lot, in the Goodwill parking lot. She was so country. <laughs> in the Goodwill parking lot. I sound really country, but I was picking up some eggs from a local farmer. And maybe some meat. I don't remember. But <laughs> this, uh, if you're listening, I'm sorry I don't remember your name. But a girl was also there. Is, oh, I guess. <laughs> Another girl was picking up some eggs and meat. I remember your face. I'm sorry. I don't remember your name. And she was like, yeah, you're on Terra Girls. I've seen you. And I was like, oh, my gosh. I'm a local celebrity. <laughs> <laughs> it was crazy because, like. I had not seen you, if you're listening, <laughs> before. So it was just amazing. Like, I was like, oh, my gosh, they know who I am. That's wild. Because <laughs> wow. there's moments we, we were like, nobody's actually watching Right. This. It's. I mean, it was, you know, similar to what me and Tiffany have. Uh, I think it's, like, my mom, my sister, yeah. her brother, exactly. her yes. parents. We got one time we got two new YouTube subscribers. I was so <laughs> She's excited. like, we have new subscribers. I was like, yeah, that's my brother and my mom. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. It's one of those things I could see, like, really, like, when a, you know how there's, like, writers whose stuff doesn't work out until they're dead. <laughs> you I don't have to mean. die for terror girls to get famous? No. I thought she was about to give us, like, you know, like, some great, like, wow, it's going to take, you It's going to take you off. You have to she's die like, first. She's no, like, I didn't mean it that way. <laughs> I just meant, like, it could circle back around. Like, we, it could be next year, and then people are like, I started listening to Terror Girls, and you're like, this was so last year. <laughs> I hope so. I hope that. I hope it's just next year when we make it big. Don't not worry. Not our, when we're dead. Our podcast has way more listeners. Definitely. Our, our yeah, video yeah. show on YouTube, since it's also on Facebook, ends up having less YouTube views. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm over-explaining. I'm justifying. No, you're good. But, but podcasts, we're going viral. Well, That's and right. podcasts feel more achievable to me. I, I'm in my car, turn on yep. a podcast. Definitely. A video, you, for some reason, you won't just turn on the audio. Right. You feel like you need to watch yep. it. True. True. All right. We could sit here and chat with Sue forever, but... We'll wrap it up for your sake, listeners. Um, advice for a beginner runner and advice for a seasoned runner. Could you give our listeners that? Oh, man. Advice for a beginner runner. Mm-hmm. I would say, like, just be careful on comparison. Mm-hmm. It is easy to want to see people, other people who are running, and want to be like that, but everybody's journey looks so different. And it takes some people longer than others to get into it. Mm-hmm. And some people are just more self-disciplined than others. So just be patient and, like, think of it more as, like, a journey rather than a destination. <laughs> <laughs> I hate myself wow, wise, wise, wise words from Sue, everyone. <laughs> Brilliant. I'm going to quote you on that. No, I just mean that, yeah, just be patient and, and take it a run at a time. Consistency is key. I will give you that. Stay. I mean, if you want to see progress, you got to be consistent. But um, 
be, yeah, just be patient with yourself. And what about a seasoned runner? What advice do you have for someone who has been running for a while? I'm going to, can I pass on some advice I was given? Please. By the wise Brittany Cat <laughs> sitting next to me. <laughs> One time I was complaining about something running related. And Brittany was like, Sue, it's okay to not always be in half marathon shape. And I was like, what? Because <laughs> I felt like I had to go do a long run every Saturday. And then once I got to half marathon, and then you taper down, and then you'd start over, and it was never ending. But I do, I just want to share that. It's okay to not be in half marathon shape all the time because your body, it literally needs rest. So more is not always better, especially with running. So, you know, if running's a high priority, I get that. I, I have to move my body almost every day, otherwise, I'll lose it. And, and temper tantrums, too, will come back. <laughs> um, but schedule, if you're a scheduler, schedule in seasons of rest. That's great. Yeah. I, I don't remember giving you that advice, but. You did. Wow. It's good I'll take, advice. I'll take credit. Yeah, oh, well, it's all it's yours. Yeah, thanks. All right, speaking of advice, it's our last question. It's our final mm-hmm. lap question, and it's a big one, so you can think about it for a second if you need to. What advice would you give to yourself from 10 years ago? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I think I skimmed this and thought in 10 years. Not that I had an answer. Like, what advice would I give myself Yeah, if you were talking to from Sue from 10 years ago, what would you tell her? <clears throat> Get ready for some surprises. <laughs> That's great. Wait, 10 years ago, I would have been 14. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> okay, well, then maybe <laughs> five <laughs> years ago. Maybe five. <laughs> no, 14's good. 14's good. Okay. This March, this isn't too much information. This March, my husband and I will have been together for 10 years. Wow. We met when we were 14. Wow. We're children. We were children and we still are. Um, but it's good because, like, that is, like, I remember 14. You know, like, yeah. I have trouble with some of the years, childhood and stuff like that. It's a little foggy for me. But I remember 14. I would say, yeah, just be open to some surprises and, like, think outside of the box. Because I couldn't, I couldn't think up where my life is at right now. It's good. It's good. I'm very happy with it. But I couldn't have imagined all the things that have happened would have happened the way that they have. And it makes me excited for the next 10. That's awesome. And scared. That's great. <laughs> That's great advice. Well, this has been such a pleasure. Yes. Thank you so no. much, Sue, for being on the Terror Girls podcast. You Thank have you been a fun guest. And, uh, yeah, if you are a true fan, scroll all the way back on <laughs> Facebook. With a lot of time. You yeah. need a lot of time on your hands. Yeah. Scroll back to April, March, April 2020. And you will see Baby Sue and Baby Brittany. Mm. Wow. <laughs> and a bunch of unedited videos. <laughs> Those are the best kind. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, thank you so much for being with us. And thank you, listeners, for um, sticking with us and giggling along with us. I'm Brittany. And I'm Tiffany. And we're the Terror Girls. Inspiring people one runner at a time. Thank you so much to the Sue Joyner, original Terror Girl and wonderful friend for being willing to sit with us through not just one, but two takes of this episode. We appreciate Sue for not only bringing us down memory lane, but for offering her wisdom and wit and for laughing with us endlessly. 
We hope that all of you listeners had as much fun with this episode as we did. Until next time.